Why does Gen Z not respect adults? Why do they not respect each other? Why are they so lazy? Why do they feel like they deserve everything? Well, Mommy, I want some milk. Oh, sure, Angel. Come here. Give me a little something. <laughs> Slow down, honey. Your son is so cute. Yeah. How old is he? Oh, he's uh, 48 months. That's four. Yeah. Hey, sweetheart. Could you use a fork, please? No. 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 Looks like she didn't get the memo. <laughs> this is your fault, parents. Welcome to the A Show extra hey what's up guys uh good afternoon good morning good evening whenever you're watching this if you're watching this live here at the a show what's going on cool awesome dude uh we're gonna have a couple of people maybe jump on the stream maybe not i i've never done this on a thursday at 12 noon so i have no idea we probably won't have anybody here well larry h is here three generations of parents now wanting to be friends um so for those listening on on the on audio right now uh welcome for those listening on rumble for those watching on uh, actually watching on youtube and twitch and everything like that thank you guys uh if you guys missed the show last night we had a great show it was myself and uh noelle lagrasso and a run-in by her husband big Vito lagrasso formerly of ecw they jumped into the a show uh and of course april was on the road so but we had a great show we just we spoke about oh, a myriad of topics and it was a lot of fun but um this ain't this ain't, this is this isn't gonna be a long one but uh, as you saw here at the top, or if you if you're listening, if you listen to it at the top, it's uh, this is what's going on now with these kids. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have uh, I don't know if you have children, uh, if you have friends that have children. I, more than likely, you've been around kids nowadays, and um, you know, growing up, I never understood why my you know why you would see on TV my grandfather or my father or my uncles and you kids nowadays don't understand what I think more than ever there's there's a divide between uh, parents parental figures and uh, so on and so forth um I can't I, I and by the way I always say this I don't have a degree in psychology uh I don't pretend to be a scientist or a biologist I'm just a regular dude who's been on this earth almost 50 years um, with almost two decades of parental, parental, uh, you know, uh, parental experience. And I'm just using common sense just to have an open conversation with you guys. So I just wanted to say a couple, you know, again, we have cool, awesome dude right now, Larry H. Winona. What's going on, guys? Um, I doubt there's going to be a ton of people watching the live stream. Uh, if that happens, that would be really great. But again, you know, I'm counting on the replay. So <clears throat> anywho, so let's just jump into this. Um, you know, I'm lucky, first and foremost. Uh, I, I like to use the word blessed because I feel that, you know, I have a pretty incredible son. Uh, he's going to be 16 uh, this July, and uh, he's very smart. He's good looking. He's big. He's strong. Uh, he's tall. 
<laughs> um, a really cool communicator, a funny kid, and he is incredibly respectful to adults. Uh, not only his his mother, not only myself, his grandmother, but most, if not every single authority figure. My son is very, very respectful. And um, this is due to the fact that at a very young age, uh, me and my son, we established a very close bond. Uh, and that bond started very simple. Um, even when his mother was pregnant, not like a, not to be a cornball or anything like that, but I used to talk to him through his mom's stomach. And that's serious. That's, I actually did that. Um, and then as, as he became, uh, you know, as, as he was born, I continued talking. I would have conversations with him as, you know, as an infant child. He's like staring at me, just drooling, uh, probably, you know, pooping and stuff in his diaper and stuff. And just staring, not knowing what I'm saying, but there was communication being established between him and myself and obviously a ton of love. So, you know, me and my son uh, grew very close. His mother used to work uh, like a really weird late shift. So guess who changed the diapers? Me. Guess who fed him? Me. Guess who was with him during the, like, you know, the teething and all stuff? Me. Now I worked too, but my shift was conducive, was, was better for, well, not better. I don't want to say better, but it was it was good for us to bond, you know, especially late nights. Uh, he would fall asleep literally right next to me or in the bassinet next to me. Anyway, but what I'm the point I'm trying to get to is that we communicated, we spoke, we talked. Um, there was a, a human connection, and um, you know, my son's never been one to throw tantrums. Now, I'm not a perfect I'm not a perfect parent or anything like that, but. I'm going to throw up a couple of pictures for you guys. And, and please, like I said, if, um, oh, Larry AJ, I, I know you, I know you jackalopes, my friend. I know who you are. Um, I'm just checking the live chat. Um, I'm going to throw up a couple of photos here. I'm going to go into the, into this, uh, to this gimmick. And, uh, this is, um, my thought process is very simple. I believe that Generation Z, as they call it now, the kids nowadays, you know, if you're listening to this, we're recording this live or we're going live on Thursday, May 11th, uh, 2023. I genuinely feel that a lot of what these kids or how these kids are acting now and behaving and so on and so forth and not respecting adults, not respecting authority figures, not uh, not not talking, not communicating, not leaving the house, not doing anything. Uh, it's your fault, parents. It's your fault. And this is the thing, you know, this generation doesn't like to take responsibility. They feel like they are, they've earned every single thing. Oh, I'm sorry. No, not earned. They deserve every single thing, but they have yet to earn anything on this earth. And um, <clears throat> it starts off. For me, like when I was a kid, you know, and um, I was strong enough and, uh, you know, to walk. That's what my parents had me do. I remember being a, a toddler, a very small child and walking through the streets of New York, blocks upon blocks upon blocks upon. Pl Maybe that's why I have these huge legs and these, <laughs> these giant calves. But, um, you know, we walked a lot. And um, nowadays, uh, I mean, this upsets me to absolutely no end and i'm going to throw up some of these pictures here and i blocked out the faces of these children and yes i made sure that um these children uh were not suffering any disabilities 
uh, that they didn't have any mental deficiencies, so on and so forth. These are just kids that are too fucking lazy to get off their ass and walk. Um, so you see this right here? This this right here is it just it literally burns me to no to no end. Let me let me throw myself in here. Um, I cannot stand seeing a child or a, a borderline freaking adult in a stroller like this and we continue to see another one here if your kid can read uh, documents if your child's feet are literally touching the floor in the stroller they shouldn't be in there and i continue to show you tons and tons of these lazy children and these even lazier parents who choose not to fight their lazy child and allow them to be pushed around like they are uh, the king of queen or queen of in England. It's, it's actually quite disgusting. Now you see in this picture here, you have the mom and yeah, you got the, you got the one kid, you know, it's a toddler. All right. I got it. But the next one, his sister's like, she, she's going to prom. What the hell is she in a stroller for? You need a double stroller. Are you serious? It's pretty freaking ridiculous. And it really frustrates me to no end to see this type of thing, man. But what I learned is that these things are not, I believe they're really taught. And you say, what are you talking about? What do you mean they're taught? How do you teach a kid to be lazy? Well, uh, kids, what they do is they emulate what they see. Whenever they see something, you know, you ever have a baby and you, and you, and you start waving, hi, baby. And the baby doesn't know what the hell they're doing. They're just opening and closing their hands, but they're emulating you. They find, they find it maybe funny or entertaining seeing you wave your hands and act like an idiot in front of them. So they emulate you, and they try to do the same thing, and they learn. That's like when we say mama or dada, and the, and the baby's like, duh, duh. Oh, did you hear him? Did you freaking hear him? He said dada, even though it's not really, but close enough. And I'll throw up a couple of more photos here. So. We as a society have become extremely fat and fucking lazy. And the kids, these Gen Zers, see this. And they follow us. Like, look at this. You serious? Like, now, these are people. Now, I understand there are certain people that have disabilities. There are certain people that may have been in a terrible car accident. I'm not talking about those people. I'm not talking about people who are 95 100 years old i'm talking about people that if they decided to to pull the freaking fried chicken and, and, and chocolate cakes out of their mouth would be able to just get up and walk instead of wearing riding the, there's nothing that frustrates me more than when i'm at a walmart and i see a young lady or a young man in their 30s who clearly are fine. They're just really fat and really out of shape and just choose not to do these things. Kids see that. Kids, I mean, kids are going to emulate you. Kids are going to copy you. Kids are going to want to do what this, they're going to want to do what mommy and daddy doing. If mommy and daddy are eating terrible, if mommy and daddy are, are using cuss words in the house and mommy and daddy are, I don't know, 
loading guns in the house and shooting at each other. The kids are going to cop. The kids are going to emulate you. And I know I'm going super extreme. Who lost some dude jumps in and says, those types of kids are too entitled because they were raised. They weren't raised properly. And even some parents start rewarding bad behavior. (laughs) And you, my friend, uh, have touched on something that uh, I was actually going to bring up next. Entitlement. I'm going to show you this video. Now, you've probably seen this video on YouTube. But this is of uh, a gen a Gen Zer as as I'll call him, and um, I believe this young man or young, well he's, he he identifies as a young man. Let me not get canceled here. Um, works at Starbucks. Okay, now let, let me just preface by saying, growing up, I had uh, I had a job, I went to school, I had a girlfriend, another girlfriend, and another girlfriend, and um. I think I I did some other side shit. I also played on sports teams. I did everything. I didn't cry about it. I didn't cry about having to go to work. How the hell am I supposed to pay my bills? But let me just let me just play this video. It, it's it's quite disturbing. But and you've probably seen this before. And I may stop this a couple of times. And again, this is the culture that that they have developed and and they have uh, perpetuated. Anyway, let me just jump into this video. You've probably, like I said, you've probably seen this. And before I jump in, I'm going to read why known as comment says that that's one of my biggest pet peeves um, is an overnight person or overweight, excuse me, an overweight person in one of those uh, scooters for handicapped parking spots that don't need, they don't need it. Um, like I want to, so basically why um if, if you're cool with it, you know, why know this does suffer from, uh, from certain disabilities, <clears throat> and so does my uh, my co-host, my co-host from yesterday. Excuse me, I had a cough button. My co-host from yesterday, from yesterday, suffered a stroke. Um, she has to use walking sticks, and you know it's true. You know, uh, these people that just ate too much and are too fucking fat and um, are very un- unhealthy. Uh, you chose to be that way. You chose to eat that chocolate cake. Yo, what's going on? Uh, Art, the artist returns, jumps in. What's going on, my friend? He says, what's up, Ray? Um, You chose to be that way, and you can change it. Uh, There's certain people that were born with disabilities or or that were in terrible accidents and became disabled, and they have no choice but to use those scooters. But no, because you want to fucking, you know, I don't know, eat eat six eclairs at at 4 o'clock in the morning. No. Anyway. So again, I'm jumping back into this here where we have this young man, like a young man who is just extremely stressed out about his, uh, you know what? I'll just play it. You've probably seen it, but let's dissect it. Here we go. This is the uh, Gen Z Starbucks barista. And I'm, I'm clicking play. Hopefully it plays because uh, I've been having some internet issues. And of course, I'm gonna have a little commercial here, and I'm gonna skip that at. I'm literally about to quit. Like I, I don't know if I'm gonna do it, but like I really want to. I almost walked out today, and I'm crying in the back room right now, and I almost cut on the floor. It's just, I like I get, I'm like a full time student. I get scheduled for 25 hours a week, and then on weekends they schedule me the entire day open. <laughs> I got to stop this real quick. Did you hear what this what this kid said? I work 25 hours a week. I'm a full-time student. I want to rewind that real quick. And I want I want you to hear this again. 
bitches. <laughs> I like I get I'm, I'm like a full time student. I get scheduled for twenty five hours a week, and then on weekends they schedule me the entire. Oh God, they schedule on weekends. Entire day open to close. I'm on the schedule for eight and a half hours. Bro, this kid is in for a treat when he gets to the real world. Um, unless you find uh, an incredible magical job where you don't have to really do shit to earn a really a really good amount of money, brother, this ain't nothing. Both Saturday and Sunday, I'm like three and a half hours into my shift. There's so many customers, and we have four people on the floor. All- He's complaining. Because he has so many customers. That's a good thing. The more customers, the more money your store makes, the more money you make. I'm just saying. That's kind of how things trickle down. All right. I'm going to cut this off. <laughs> you see the disgusted news reporter there. <laughs> Eight and a half hours. Oh, my God. You got to be freaking kidding me. <clears throat> But this is what this generation does, guys. And <clears throat> you don't think <clears throat> you don't think these kids see what, what 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 us as parents do, man. Always complaining about our jobs. I, I, let me tell you something. That's one thing I really I really try never to do in front of my son. And again, I'm not a, I'm not a freaking uh, a professional here. I'm not a psychologist. I'm just using common sense. I try not to con- I, I try not to complain. Oh man, so tough. You know, uh, geez, Aiden, I, I I worked 50 hours this week. I had to do a lot of manual labor. and It sucked. And this person pissed me off. And that person pissed me off. I don't I, I don't do that. I don't do that in front of my kid. You know, um, yeah, I, I tell him that work is tough. But I'm not going to sit there and complain about it all day. It is what it is. It's work. If it wasn't work, it'd call, be, be called play. The artist... <laughs> The artist jumps in and says, uh, eight and a half. I could at least have some sympathy if you had a 12 hour uh, work days. Larry H jumps in and says, and I'm reading this from the live chat, guys. Um, isn't this the same one that cried about them using the wrong pronouns on him? Had to finish. The, yes. He uh, he finished his shift uh, in the back crying. I, I just I just I really just don't get it. Um, it, it frustrates me to absolutely no end. You know, it's all about choices. And I'm going back and forth here, but this is what I do. All about choices. Um, what do you, what do you mean choices, right? Well, you have the choice. Remember I told you about being fat? I'm fat. I made this choice. You know? I could, I could have had that salad, but no, I decided to have a fucking burrito. I mean, it is what it is. But, When it comes to parenting, I think I think we give these kids too many options. See this kid right here that was crying. I'm I'm, I'm gonna assume that he grew up uh, not interacting with his parents. Perhaps I I don't know. Maybe you know when I was a kid and I started crying and, and, and going crazy, my father would would talk to me, interact with me. He wouldn't stick an iPad in my face. Mm. Or cell phone on my face. Mm. No, he would actually talk to me and try to figure out what the hell was wrong with me. 
kids don't do you know they, we don't do that anymore there's, there's no connection there's no connection why no one jumps in and says some of these kids parents really should have been swallowed <laughs> That's a good one. Ah, oh, Jesus. The artist returns jumps in. The kids nowadays don't want the, the, the menial fast food uh, retail jobs anymore. These kids sound like kids who grew up with money. Guess what? The scary thing is that they probably won't have that opportunity because robots are taking over, my friend. And that's a story for another day. Hopefully, I could bring in Billy Ray Valentine to talk about that uh, on one of these uh, A-show extras. But technology is taking over. These little quote-unquote menial jobs that these kids uh, have the opportunity to have. And some adults who need it, who need these jobs, just won't have these jobs moving forward. But anyway, let's, again, story for another day. Let's jump back into choices and options and stuff like that. You know, again, as a father, you know, when my son had problems, when my son was crying, when my son uh, seemed to be uh, of discomfort, I'm like, Aiden, what's going on? Are you okay? What's going on? It's, it's, I'm pulling up his shirt. Maybe something's bothering him. Maybe there's a tag sticking in the back of his neck. Maybe his diaper's on backwards. Maybe I put his shoes on in reverse. Who knows? But I'm trying to figure it out. I didn't grab a goddamn cell phone and stick it in my son's face. Here, kid, go watch a Yo Gabba Gabba, whatever the hell it was, cool back in the day for the kids. I didn't do that. And of course, yes, occasionally, yes, you would give them an iPad so they entertain themselves and stuff. That's okay, I guess, every once in a while. But that can't be the answer. And I genuinely don't feel that giving your kids all these choices either is an option. <clears throat> what am I talking about? So <clears throat> you ever seen a kid really dress themselves? And then they go to school and they get their ass kicked because they're like an idiot. We do that to them. Seriously, Aaron Ben Shlomo, what is going on? Uh, I, I can never say this name, but it's XL Qualhanna. Uh, 164, what's going on, guys? <laughs> oh, my God, Aaron Ben Shlomo all the way from Israel. Um, I, want, I want you to think about this real quick. And, and really, seriously, think about it. Think about what I'm saying here. <clears throat> it's okay to have to tell you know to to do like we've been on this earth longer so we we're wise we have wisdom xl kahuna god damn it that's the name you're the man artist i can't read i told you i didn't have it i didn't have a uh, master's degree it doesn't matter i'm just a regular guy um that's funny though thanks but all right let's let's, let's really focus here guys so as a parent, you pretty much do know what's best for your child. Your child hasn't been on this planet longer than you. They haven't experienced the things that you've experienced. They haven't um, been hurt the way you've been hurt. They haven't been loved the way you've been loved. They haven't been hated the way you've been hated. They haven't experienced any of this. So you can basically uh, guide them in the right way. Now should I now should you not give kids any choices? And we can go down a rabbit hole, oh my god, about this whole thing with um getting uh you know the the uh the surgeries, the bottom surgeries and all this stuff. This is a conversation that's way too deep for this early on a Thursday, but we can talk about that maybe down the road depending on how this all works out here on Rumble and on YouTube and on uh, and on Twitch, but I believe parents give their children uh, sometimes too much leeway when it comes to making decisions. 
I think we should help control the decisions that are being made by our children, but by our children, but at the same time, allow children to make choices. Give you, I'll give you a good, a great, a great example. There's a young lady who works uh, in the building that I work in, and she is a like a great mom. And we have conversations. She's actually a nanny for one of the kids, but she's also a mom, a uh, professional, so on and so forth. And she gave me this incredible advice regarding, you know, raising her daughter. She says, you know, so what she would do is she would go shopping with her daughter, right? And she would give her daughter options as to what to pick out. So obviously her daughter's going to be like, oh, I want to wear the scuba gear to school. No, you, well, no, sweetheart, that's not available to you. <clears throat> but this nice pair of jeans and this T-shirt is available to you or that nice pair of jeans or those pair of shorts. And the mom would give her would would would, would lay out like five or six different outfits, cough button. And the kid is still choosing the outfit. But in reality, you made the cho- you you help her. You helped her or him make the choice. A good solid choice. I mean, you can listen, let's be real here. And and I agree with you, Larry H. I'm gonna read this out loud here. Larry H. Jim says, establish parameters. It is the same as saying go play in the yard. I don't care if you play soccer or baseball. But don't hit it over the fence and don't break my windows. Well, sometimes we don't have, you know, sometimes these kids can really freaking hit. It's not, you know, it's not all in their control. So the artist returns, jumps in and says, that's why you send kids to private school. Well, not everybody can afford private school. He says, yeah, mine's was was privileged. Uh, Dress down day was a big deal, but they weren't wearing crazy ish. I mean, if we could all all afford or, or all send our kids to private school, it's cool. Um, private school is awesome. Catholic school, all that stuff is cool. But the truth is that not everybody has that, the, the option. So with all that being said, um, back to the, to the point I was trying to make, it's all good to give your kids options, but not too much. Because what happens is when you don't give your kids options, I mean, when you give your kids too many options, then, you know, as a human, let's be real. When somebody offers, when somebody gives us a dollar, we want $2, then $3, then the whole bag of money. This is what we do. We are humans. We consume. We desire. We want more. At least most of us do. So you don't establish like, a, what was it? The artist that said that? Or was it Larry H? Uh, Larry H. You said uh, parameters. You don't establish parameters and things like this story happens next. And I'll jump into this video, but I'm going <clears> to <throat> read this comment by Aaron Ben Shlomo. He says a slap on the ass always helps my- <laughs> make a child respect your rules. My nephew sure needs it sometime. That's another thing. I mean, oh man, that's another conversation. The government has gotten so involved regarding uh, how we discipline our children. I'm not saying you have to beat the shit out of your kids. And you know what's funny? I've, I don't think I've ever hit Aiden. I, no, I would know if I did. I, 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 don't, I don't think I've ever 
beating the shit out of my kid. Uh, not like I got beat up. I learned my lesson. But I learned my lesson. So, I mean, this is to each year, to each his own. Um, <clears throat> as long as it doesn't borderline on burning your kid's skin or stabbing them or whipping them with a, with a goddamn cord. I mean, I grew up in an era, man, where parents would literally go outside to the yard and pull up a, pull off a fucking tree branch and beat you with it. <clears throat> and that was tough love. Yeah, it's called a switch. But anyway, so you give these kids so many freaking options and it's just like, then they feel like they deserve things. Remember how I told you, uh, well, well, I say, remember how I told you, I'm assuming that you guys listen to the other shows that I, I do, but I've said on many occasions that I'm not a fan of the, of the second, uh, what is it? The, uh, the participation trophies, everybody gets a goddamn trophy. Everybody gets a trophy. When I was a kid, there was first, second and third place. That's it. And if you got third place, it's, it was terrible. It was the worst. The trophy was shitty. He was small. If it was a baseball trophy, the guy would be like a, a guy sitting on a bench crying. Second place. It just had a vision. With, anyway, second place was even worse because that made you first place loser. I don't believe in participation trophies. I think that's bullshit. But I'm going to show you this quick video real quick of this person who probably got a whole bunch of participation trophies and thought that... uh. It was okay for them to uh, bring their cell phone to school and pepper spray the teacher in the face when the teacher took the cell phone away from the student. I kid you freaking not. This is what happened. This young lady, a child, pepper sprays her teacher in the face because he took away her cell phone. This is uh, courtesy of <clears throat> the New York Post on YouTube. And uh, I'll go to your chat in just a minute, guys, after we're done with this. And here we go. This is now if you're listening on audio, you're going to hear a lot of screaming and, and yelling, and you probably won't know what the hell's going on. But trust me, there was a teacher getting pepper sprayed for pulling a cell phone away from a student. And here we go. No. No. Over the phone is crazy. I need my that is assault, by the way. Maybe not with a deadly weapon, but it's a weapon. Just throwing it out there. Let's let's finish this up. <laughs> what if the teacher was asthmatic? I'm just throwing it out there. And he had an asthma attack because of the pepper spray and he couldn't breathe and he died immediately. Well, I, murder? No, you cannot get your phone, stupid. Can you believe that? <clears throat> cough, cough button. <clears throat> Can you believe the the absolute? Could you imagine? I couldn't imagine doing that to a teacher when I was a kid. Pepper spray. 
She pepper sprayed a teacher because he. And this is this is because these kids are seeing what adults are doing on TV. You know, let's let's go back to the video I did last week with with the whole um, Jordan Neely thing. And more and more is coming out about this gentleman, uh, Jordan Neely, rest in peace. But you have these grown ass adults yelling in the face of police officers who are trying to serve and protect your cities, calling them all types of names, getting in their faces, acting like total assholes in front of these cops. What do you think the kids are going to see? What do you think the kids are going to do? They're going to emulate what they see. And especially now what they see on TV are a a bunch of people, adults, that it's either their way or the highway. If you're a left wing nut, if I don't agree with you, then you're a hateful person. If you're on the right, it's the same thing. I just don't understand. It's it's common sense. It's basic knowledge. It's, it's just kids are gonna. They get, these kids have grown up with freaking technology that I only dreamed of. Like, really think about this. We did a show yesterday. Um, myself and Noel Lagrasso. Big shouts to her and her beautiful husband Vito. Big Vito Lagrasso. And um, we discussed things that we missed as kids. And one of the things I think I miss the most is just calling my friends and on on the telephone. And we didn't spend all day on the telephone. Sometimes we did at night, but we talked and we meet up somewhere and we go out and we spend some time together and we played some baseball or hang out and meet our girlfriend, maybe sneak sneak a makeout session. I mean, little things like that. Jumping on the trains here, which were safer back then, um, going to, to different parts of the city and, and just discovering things and going camping and uh, what I just don't uh, these kids nowadays don't they don't do it they don't want to they don't feel like they need to everything is virtual they could jump on throw a headset on and and be in France or Italy or or on a mountain somewhere they don't want to they don't have to go out there it's up to us parents to be like look man try something Try something new. I mean, if it wasn't for me, my son would never have tried vanilla ice cream. All he liked was chocolate. But I said, try it, Pops. If you don't like it, then don't eat it. But try. And he tried. And he liked it. And he loves it. Now he likes all different types of ice cream, all different types of food. He was very finicky. I'm not going to force the kid, but I'm going to say, look, man, you should at least try. These kids don't freaking try. These kids, they feel like they they, they deserve you don't deserve anything. Nobody on this planet deserves anything. Everything that you get, you earn. The only thing you deserve is maybe the air you breathe and the water you drink. I mean, seriously, man, we need to. That's the reality of it. I know. Listen, he, uh, the people say, oh, you deserve to be clothed. You deserve to be fed. Yes, certain, I guess. But the fact is that you have to earn these things, guys. And we have to teach our kids that. I'm going to go to one of my very favorite people 
and this is uh, Matt Walsh, and I think I have this uh, queued up here. And Matt Walsh uh, speaks about Gen Z, and I'm going to be pausing this because I'm going to – he and I have a very similar thought process when it comes to raising a child and – well, let's, let's take it away. This is, again, this is courtesy of Matt Walsh. They don't like now, there are different ways to be a disruptor. You could be the Elon Musk type of disruptor, doing new and bold things, challenging the powerful institutions, innovating. Or you could be the kind of disruptor who disrupts by standing off to the side like a useless lump and scratching your ass while everyone else gets the work done. Sadly, many of my peer group and younger have chosen the latter course. So the article says, quote, Gen Z and millennials are unique when it comes to demanding a work-life balance. They don't just want flexible work hours and environments. They want to work for companies that align with their own personal beliefs and values. I'm going to stop this real quick. Do you remember when the whole Twitter thing happened, when Elon Musk took over Twitter and all these Gen Zers were working there and it wasn't really work. They had freaking meditation rooms, <laughs> meditation, meditation rooms. I'm sorry, meditation rooms. And, and they had wine, they had wine dispensaries, like instead of, you remember how we always dreamed as kids in school, like hoping that cough button that when you press down on a water fountain, like, you know, your favorite beverage would come out of there. That's what they had. And they felt like they, they deserved it. And most of them didn't even work from work from the office. They worked from home. And that's another thing. This pandemic really screwed every, everybody up. Everybody got so used to getting up in the morning, throwing on their pajamas, probably not even showering, drinking a cup of coffee, probably not even brushing their teeth, putting on a pair of uh, their boxers and a dress shirt, and then doing a Skype call or FaceTime or whatever the hell, Zoom. I'm going to go back to Matt Walsh real quick, but um, this is, I agree with him a thousand percent here. Let's uh let's take a look to what he says here. Here we go. Again, courtesy of Matt Walsh. Almost half of Gen Z and millennials would rather be unemployed than unhappy in a job, according to a new study. The career goals of Gen Z and millennials are changing power dynamics in the workplace. Almost two in four members of younger generations would prefer being unemployed than working a job they don't like, according to the study. Most of the young people surveyed said they preferred to work at companies that shared their personal values. And what are these personal values? I mean, the fact that they'd rather be unemployed. Well, of course they'd rather be unemployed because most of these kids are coddled by their parents. Again, it's our fault or your fault. I'm not that type of parent. I'm sorry. I can't point at myself, man. I'm not like that. My, my kid has to earn what he gets. It's just the way I am. But these kids really genuinely feel like they deserve this shit. All right, go ahead, Matt. Two in five Gen Zers and millennials said they... They would take a lower-paying salary if it meant that they were purposefully contributing to society. Diversity and inclusion were also important to the survey respondents. 49% of Gen Z and 46% of millennials said that they wouldn't work for a company that didn't make diversity a priority. Uh, priority of Gen Z and millennials is their own happiness. In fact, 56% of Gen Z and 55% of millennials said they would quit a job if it interfered with their personal lives. That's another thing. We've given, you know, we give these kids too much opportunity to give up on shit. I'm going to give you an example. I had a friend. I'm not going to mention who this person is, um, but I had a friend 
who had a kid and the kid was dying <clears throat> to take uh, martial arts, karate. And the kid, you know, is kind of a weak kid. You know, I mean, not the toughest kid on the block. And the kid wanted to learn how to protect himself. So what happened? Mom and dad paid for several months of, uh, if I'm correct, it was Taekwondo uh, and mixed martial arts. It was like a combination class or whatever. And I kid you not, this kid went to three classes and found that it was hard. It wasn't easy. You had to earn those spin kicks. You can't just, the instructor's not going to tell you, all right, now do a spinning back kick and you're going to do it perfectly. No, you have to learn. You have to earn your, your, uh, your ability to be able to kick somebody in the jaw. And the kid I don't want to do it anymore. Oh, well, guess what happened? Mom said, well, you know, maybe we shouldn't do this anymore. And <clears throat> and they allowed him to quit. Fast forward a couple of years later, and this kid's a problem. I'm, I'm telling you from example. I'm telling you from goddamn truth, man. I'm serious. This kid is a fucking problem. Giving them problems all over the place. And now they're seeing a psychologist. Trying to figure out what went wrong. And it wasn't just the karate thing. I'm just. Uh, I'm going to read this from. Uh, from Aaron Ben Shlomo. He says, I, I find it amusing while his mother and grandmother uh, do drama. Uh, what the hell is this here? All right. Uh, I guess these guys are conversing with themselves, but uh, the artist says the old school concept of mom, dad working in a job. They hate to maintain the houses going by the wayside. Now, hell, even Gen Xers are adapting that YOLO mentality. I, I guess you're right. But at the same time, you know, sometimes, you know, you got to do what you got to do. And if you want to if you want to get a job that um, you're happy with, a job that you love doing, then sometimes you have to work for that job. In other words, get a, get a, get a certain degree. You have to go back to school. Um, you have to go looking for that job. You have to go interview for that job. They don't just give it a job. You don't just walk into your dream job and be like, hey, I want to be so-and-so. I want this job. Well, why do you want this job? Well, because I deserve it. You know what, sir? You got it. Can you imagine? Stop it. Neither here nor there. Let's go back to Matt Walsh again. Um, and we're going to close this show up pretty, pretty quick. But um, there's a couple of other things. Oh, and one more thing. And and before I forgot, maybe remember what I was telling you about the strollers in the beginning? You know, there's a, a parent that I, I, I know, and uh, she's a single parent. <clears throat> and um, remember I told you, you give your kids too many options. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but this whole bullshit where, you know, the parents come out, you know, they, number one, this kid is way too big to be in the goddamn stroller. He's legitimately like 100 pounds. He's almost four feet tall. His stupid little Crocs are dragging on the ground. And, uh, you know, the mother comes out with a stroller and I'm like, man, you should burn that thing already. You should burn that stroll. Well, my mom and dad gave it to him. And you tell my mom and dad. No, you tell your mom and dad that you're going to burn that stroller. That kid, that kid can, that kid can work. He's so big. 
she comes out she goes hey let's call him sammy hey sammy which way do we go no we're going this way i'm the parent we're going this way because we go that way that see that that block is a dangerous block and 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 i saw this parent do this when 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 he was an infant growing up into a toddler and now that now the toddler's becoming a, a young boy and still in a stroller by the way and it's like she would get what do you want to eat for dinner shit my father was the only one who worked in our house he provided for myself my two brothers and my mother so if my father bought chicken to the house guess what we're eating for dinner it's chicken and even if you're wealthy even if you have like multiple give it tell your kid what do you want to eat where do you want to go should we turn left should we turn right it's too much now and i told i told her this when he was 2 now that he's 4 i said you got to stop doing that because there's going to come a time He's going to become too big, too strong, and too the feeling that he deserves everything. And he's going to make your life a living hell. And guess what's happening? It's exactly what's happening. This kid was on a train with her, the New York City Metro. They're down below. And he threw a tantrum. So much so that a stranger had to help her calm him down had to help her carry him up three flights of steps because he didn't want to get out of the carriage. I'm not going to get up. You're going to push me in this carriage. I don't want to walk. You did it to yourself, guys. I can't I can't blame Gen Z all the way. Let's go back to Matt Walsh. Here you go, Matt. What else you got to say there, buddy? Now, there's obviously nothing wrong with wanting to work for a company that represents your values. I mean, in principle, that's a very good thing. The problem is in the perverse and stupid value system that so many of these people want companies to align with, as evidenced by their insistence on diversity and inclusion. Um, aside from value alignment, we're also told that millennials and Gen Z demand a better work-life balance, and that they would rather be unemployed than unhappy at their jobs. And this, this is where the real problems arise, I think. First of all, if you're a young person today or even an old person, the balance you should be worried about is not work life, but screen life. We're told that young people don't want to work, don't want work to interfere with their personal lives, but almost every waking hour of their personal lives are wasted staring at screens anyway. Didn't I say that? Did I not just literally say that uh, at the beginning of this podcast? Remember with, with the whole parent thing where the kid is, is, is oh, they're throwing a tantrum and you stick an iPad in their face? We've lost our human connection. We've lost our human connection. We've lost the connection with our children. These kids live in a virtual world where wherever they want, whatever they want to see, whatever they want to do, they can just put on a headset, like I said, and just be there and just do it. Did they buy themselves that headset? You know, my son 
wanted the PlayStation 5. Well, I told him, I said, you got to earn it. Now, at this time, a PlayStation 5 was very difficult to get. Like, it still is kind of difficult, right? I guess. I don't know. But at the time that he wanted that thing, it was almost impossible. But I know a guy who knows a guy. And I was able to get my hands on one at retail price, by the way, I might add. So I did put in the work. I'll pat myself on the back and do that. Um, the fact of the matter is this, guys. Um, my son earned it. He made honor roll back to back. He put in the work. And I lied to him. I said, Pops, I, I couldn't get the, the the PlayStation 5. But I did. And if you follow me on TikTok at Big Ray Hernandez, on all social media at Big Ray Hernandez, you'll see. I put up that video. He earned this, man. And these kids are, are so these kids nowadays are so unhappy. They, they can you can you imagine? You'd rather not be working at all, not earning any money. But they have they have their parents to back up on them. You know, they have a backup system. Mom and dad. Oh, let me see if I show you this video here of it's it's one of the um some of the most spoiled children and see if this pisses you off as much as it pissed me off we'll go home after this guys and then we'll end the show after this but let me just show you this is a youtube video of some of the most spoiled kids and this, this is a real B and this is a real bnh commercial so i'm going to actually skip this but bnh customers this really pissed me off I'm gonna have to play this in three, two, one. All right, now so this, <laughs> check this part out real quick. There we go. All right, now I will play the uh, video. This is courtesy of Dark Dom on YouTube. Tell you, I spent three thousand dollars on school stuff today. I am not taking you back to the mall tomorrow. It's not enough. It is enough. No. It is enough. I don't know what more you want from me. I want more shoes, more jeans, and more hoodies. It's like that hard to get through your head for real. Mama, move your hand. Move your hand. Like. Honestly, that is the reaction I would if you guys are watching on video. Can you imagine talking to your parents that way? I mean, seriously, dude. Uh, let's continue here. See why she's spoiled if this is the amount that you're spending on her regularly. I really didn't know that. So check this out. You know, this kid makes a good point. Um, <laughs> The mom spent $3,000 on school supplies and shit. And she's wondering why her kid. And I'm not saying it's bad to spend a ton of money on your kids. If you want to do that, you do that. But my God, there's a limit. You know, these kids live in these these worlds with no limits. Let's see what let's see what else we got here. Marie and Amy are ready for sleep, but Mary Ann fancies a late night movie. Why is it so funny when people scream in British accents? Well, you're not having it, mate. You know, again, you did it to yourselves, guys. I'm sure when that, when that, when that grown child was an infant you you asked her which way do you want to go what do you want to eat do you want to see a video instead of eat dinner 
anyway, I don't want to go on with this. This is stressing me out. I guess, I guess you can say that, um, yeah, being a parent is tough. But being a parent now is almost impossible if you don't establish boundaries, if you don't communicate with your kids, if as parents you do not take responsibility for your kids. You know how many of these kids they 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 screw up and they feel that that you know oh mom and dad's gonna take care of this. It's okay to allow your children to fail. <clears throat> My father always told me that, you know, nothing comes easy. You know, people always pray for wisdom. I want to be wise. I want to. Wisdom is something that is attained over time. Wisdom is something that is uh, uh, obtained um, through, through trial and error. And the example he used to give me was, you know, imagine a, a piece of clay. You're that piece of clay, right? Now, that clay cannot magically become a, a beautiful painted pot or beautiful piece of art. No, you have to knead the clay, wet the clay, form the clay. This takes time. This is not something that just happens right then and there. Think about it. Form it into the shape of the pot, right? Hollow it out. It's a lot of work, man, a lot of work, a lot of sweat, a lot of tears, right? Now, once you get that pot into the shape that you want it, it's not over. Then you have to put that, 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 that pot, that clay into the oven, into the fire, trial and error, mistakes, learn from your mistakes, the fire, failure. Once you pull that pot out, you let it cool off. Time to reflect, reflect on, on the errors that you made, reflect on everything that, that, you know, how you failed and also think about how you will succeed. This is what I wanted to what you should teach your kids. And then when, when, once you're done with that, you're not done yet. Because then you want to make that, that beautiful pot into something even more beautiful. So you get beautiful acrylic paint and you slowly paint make flowers or happy little trees or whatever it is. And you, you paint in the most beautiful colors you can possibly think. And then you have your finished product, a beautiful vase painted. But after that vase is painted, there is always a chance that you can knock that shit over <laughs> and you got to do it all over again. Parenting is not something that's uh, it's there's no there's no guides there's no real book that you can read there's no uh, instruction manual it's all trial and error and I genuinely believe that these kids nowadays uh, need to suffer defeat need to learn from their mistakes they need to know. That failure is okay. One last example in baseball. You can uh, you can get up to the plate 10 times. And if you hit the ball, if you get a base hit 3 out of 10, you're elite. 
three out of ten times. You can fail seven out of ten times and still be an elite baseball player. You can fail a whole bunch and still be a great parent. But you got to teach your kids something. You got to talk to them. It's okay. You want to be a friend, but sometimes friends give bad advice, my friends. <laughs> anyway, man, look, I'm hoping to do some more topics like this. You know, just sit down, talk to you guys. That, you know, not like I said, I, I had a feeling not too many people were going to be able to come into the live chat, but this is why this is the A show extra. This is a little extra on the side. Um, some people will probably watch post production and uh, it'll be up on Rumble. And on YouTube and also on uh, on Twitch, if I'm correct. And uh, maybe I'll put it up on Twitter. We'll see what happens. But you can follow me on Twitter. At my, so all my social media is down there. Uh, follow me at Big Ray Hernandez. I, I genuinely appreciate you guys coming in. The, the couple of people that actually join me here live uh, to watch this and um, to have an open discussion. Um, like I said, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a biologist. I'm just a regular, normal dude who's been around and done some things. I thought I'd talk about it. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I will see you next week with another A-Show Extra. And uh, don't forget to join us for the A-Show every single Wednesday night at 7 p.m. with myself and the beautiful April Hunter. Again, big shout-outs to Noel LaGrasso, big Vito LaGrasso for joining me last night. And thank you guys for joining us, uh, joining me here. Uh, just a little conversation, just a little midday uh, delight. And uh, I think I'm out of here. So I'll talk to you guys next week. And uh, I'm going to try to come on, like I said, every uh, thank you guys for, for the encouragement, by the way, on the live chat. Um, I'm going to try to come on here every Thursday and just talk to you guys. And if you guys have any interesting uh, emails, you can send them to uh, the A Show mailbag. That's the a show as you see up there the a show the a show mailbag at gmail.com i should have actually typed that up i can do that right now so um let me let me just create a banner so you guys can see so it's the a show mail bag at gmail.com boom let me just put that up oh of course i gotta there it is. All right. So let me just show this up here. The A show mailbag at gmail.com. Uh, email me some ideas. Um, some of your thoughts on this show and I'll read them on, on the air live and maybe, uh, and also for the A show, I, I was hoping to open the mailbag. So, you know, we can interact with you even more. So, um, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I always say this, I would do this for a living, but if I couldn't, I'd do it anyway. Why? Because I love talking to you guys. I love life. I love people. I love you. And I'll see you guys next week here on the A Show Extra with Big Ray Hernandez. And join us again for the A Show with April Hunter. See you guys. Peace out. Have a great day. Be safe. Love each other. I'm out. Coming on the way. Yeah. Find me coming out the shade yeah. Coming off the wave Couple different colors got me coming out the shade